All right, so let's end off Perek Hamishi with a bang. Um, we've had a blast, obviously, learning so far, and it's going to get fantastic as we get into the next Perek about Brachos, but first we got a great Amid uh, today. And we're, uh, we're well into the Amid already. At this point, we're up to the Mishnah, about four lines into where the lines get, the lines get a little wider. Five lines in. Zuck the Mishnah, Maspal Simin Raloi, one who makes an error in their davening, it's a bad sign for them. And if the Chazan makes an error, Simin Ra Lishluchav, then it's a bad sign for those who sent him. A very famous Yesaid, very famous principle, that a messenger of a person is like the person himself, right? This comes up in Kedushin and uh, other places. Right? was very confident. He knew that uh, when he davened when he about a sick person, he could say, this one's going to live, this one's going to die. Meaning his tefillahs were 100%ers. Where did you know that your tefillahs would for sure be answered or not? Meaning if I, if the tefillah, if the prayer was fluent from my mouth, then I knew that it was, I know that it was, that it was, uh, that it was answered. Then I know it was, uh, it was not answered, right? If, you know, someone shoots a, shoots a, a jump shot, playing basketball, you shoot a jump shot. So a lot of times you can tell right off the, right, right off the shot, right? And before it's even, it's, it's been in the air for half a second, but you can tell that if it's going to go in or not, and even if it's going to be a swish or not. You can tell just off the release, whether or not it's going to go in. So you can tell off the release from his mouth, uh, whether or not the tefillah is going to be answered or not, right? I think it's the first time I ever use this sports analogy, so you'll forgive me. Uh, okay, Zakh the Gemara. Ahai. So, which, we, we said that if one makes an error in the davening, it's a bad sign. Which part of davening do they have to make an error in that it's a bad sign? It means by avos, by the first bracha of Shemana Esrei. Right? Some learn it on the Brisa. That says, One who davens, he to have kavana by the entire thing. If they're not able to have kavanah by the entire thing, they should at least have kavanah by one. What's that one? And that one bracha is obvious. And in fact, some say that if you're not, uh, if you're not kavanah by obvious, then it ruins the whole thing. So obviously very important. I mean, it's important to have kavanah by all, but very important to have kavanah by the first bracha of Right? So we just said in the, in the, uh, in the Mishnah, that one who died, that Rabbi Hanina knew exactly when he, when his feels were going to be entered or not. Right when he said it, he knew if it was going to be entered or not. So we ask, how do you know? How did you know whether it was going to be answered or not? Right? Yeah, what happened here? So Amr Shubin Levi, the Amr Kral, the Pesach says, Bayre Nivs of Asim Shalom Shalom L'Rachok Ulekarev. Amr Hashem V'Refaisev. So Amr Chiyabar Avon, Amr Yechon, and Kol Nevi'im, Kol Mlenis Navu, Ela L'Masi, Bitoi, L'Talmide Chacham. All the prophecies that they had were only about marrying off their daughters to Talmide Chacham. And doing business with Talmud But Talmud themselves, meaning the, the pleasure that Talmud will get in, in, in Ailam Haba, nobody could fathom what the pleasure that they're going to get in the next world. We're going to have a few of these. And all the prophecies that were prophesied were only prophesied. Right? For the days of Mashiach. But in terms of Eilam Haba, nobody knows what's going to happen. We can't even fathom how great that's going to be. Eilam Mashiach, we can maybe fathom. But Eilam Haba, we can't fathom. But this argues on Shmuel. The Amr Shmuel, Shmuel says, Very famous line. There is no difference between this world and the days of Mashiach. Only the fact that, you know, there's going to be no, no UN anymore, right? The, the, the Jews are going to rule. The Jews are going to rule over. But it's going to be the same physical world. But uh, before we said it doesn't sound like it's going to be the same physical world. It's going to be much greater than that. 
All the prophecies that were prophesied were only prophesied for a Baal But again, tzadikim gemurim, meaning, com- meaning oh, complete and utter tzadikim, uh, we can't even fathom their reward. And this argues on a Ravuah. says, Right? In a place where uh, the, the Baalei Tshuva stand, Tzadikim Gemurim don't stand. Meaning, Baalei Tshuva are now even higher level than Tzadikim. But before we seem to imply that Tzadikim were on a higher level than Baalei Tshuva. First it says those are close, and then it says that those are far. Those, the ones that are close are obviously, are obviously the, uh, the Baalei Tshuva. What does distant mean? No, it means they were distant from Avera to begin with. Right? Meaning Tzadikim Gemurim never sinned to begin with. Because they're Tzadikim Gemurim. But karv means that they were close to the Avera, right? Bali Tshuva, the fact that they're Bali Tshuva means that they sinned in the first place, right? Or they did something in the first place. So that, that means that they sinned in the first place and then, or they were close to the sin in the first place and then they distanced from it. But that's not on as high of a level as a tzaddikim gemurim that never did it in the first place. Hashdamai ain loy ra'asa. What is it? What are the words ain loy ra'asa mean? I'm a Bishub and Levi. Zayayin a Bishumer ba'novav mishesh de bebreshes. This is the wine that's been preserved since the since the first six days of creation. Rabbi Shmuel ben Achmeni Amar Zay Eden. This is this is Eden, not Gan Eden. Eden. Shaloi shalta ba'ena kol bria. Nobody's ever seen Eden. Nobody's ever put their eyes on Eden. Ah, but you're, but you're probably thinking to yourself, wait a second. Shema Tabar Adam And what about Adam We know that he lived in Aden. He lived in Gan Aden. Hechan Haya Began. Nah, the Gemara says he was in the Gan. He was in the Garden of, of Eden. He wasn't in Eden itself. Ah, Shema Tabar Hugan, who Aden. Maybe you'll say the, the Garden and Eden were the same thing. The Garden, obviously, Gan Aden must have been in Aden. So it's the same thing. No, the fact that he was in Gan Eden doesn't mean he was in Eden itself. It's two separate places. Just a, a quick point, right? The Rambam says, quotes both, uh, going back to the uh, the Lemaise Mashiach, what will happen in Lemaise Mashiach? The Rambam quotes both stages, right? He says that there'll be Lemaise Mashiach and Oilam Haba. It's as if it's like two different stages. So the Vilna comments that, what does it mean? It's two, two, why is it two different stages? What's happening here? There's going to be sort of a development in the days of Mashiach. First, it's going to be the physical world as we know it, but, you know, that will have power over the nations and they, there'll be peace in the world. And then there'll be more of that spiritual realm, Tchiyas Amesim and all that stuff that we, uh, you know, that we, that we hear about. There's a story where Rabbi Gamliel's son got sick. So Shagar Shnei Talmidei Chacham Eitz Rabbi Chanina Ben Daisa. Two two Talmidei Chacham went to Rabbi Chanina Ben Daisa. The Vakshel of Rocham and they asked him to daven for him. Even Shiraz, right? It's an old minog, right? To ask people for to, to daven for you. All dating back to Meish Rabbeinu. Shiraz Amalal Aliyah. That uh, and he went up to daven. Ubikish Shalav Rocham and asked mercy from Hashem. He read us and when he came down from his davening, Amalam he said to them, L'chuchal Shel Chatzas Eichama. Go home. You're gonna have a fever. It's all gonna be good. Amrulai, they said to him, How do you know? Well, I'm sorry, Are you a Navi? How do you know? <laughs> right? Similar to what we said before. Are you a Navi? You have So Amrulai, he said to them, No, like we said before, I'm not a Navi. I'm not a son of a Navi. Like we said before, if the words come off fluent from my mouth, I know that the prayers are going to be accepted. And if not, then I know that they won't be accepted. So I know, I know, right? Went right off the lips. At that moment, they wrote down the exact time that he said this. They said to them, Right? They swore that that 
that it wasn't a minute before and not a minute after, but it happened at exactly this moment. And exactly that moment, he got a fever and he got and he, and he asked for water to drink so that he could feel better. Another story with Rabbi Yechonimadaisa. He went to learn Torah by Rabbi Yechonimadaisa. And his his son got sick. He told he said Chanina, Bini Bikeshalov Rachamim, my son Chanina, Davin for mercy, right? Davin for 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 him. Yechon who live. So what happened? He put his head between his legs, or between his knees, and he davened for him, and he lived. And his prayers were answered. Right, Putting his head between his legs is a symbol of intense tefillah. If it weren't for the fact that Ben Zakai was in such an intense state of tefillah the entire day, he wouldn't have been saved. So Amr Levi said to him, What do you mean? You yourself are greater than Chanina. You're the chief officer of the city. You're the chief officer. So you're going to tell me that his prayers are stronger than yours? So Amr Levi said back to him, Laugh. No, that's not the case. He's a servant. And I'm a, a chief, like an officer for a king, right? So meaning what's he saying? A servant can go in and out whenever he wants. He works in the king's th- room. He works in the room with the king. He can go in whenever he wants because he's serving him. But a chief, an officer, he has to ask permission. So he said he has a more, more of a, like that intimate relationship with the Abishter. Finishing up the parak. A person should only daven in a house that has windows. There are several different reasons that the place can be given for this. One reason which I like was that uh, he can look outside and he can see nature. And the Marabuma Sech Hashem, right? You can see the wonderful, the birds and the sky and uh, the wonderful world that Hashem has created, and that will bring him to have more Kavana during his dining. Of course, that can also cause someone to have less Kavana, of course, if, uh, if there's distractions outside. So it would depend where the window is situated, obviously, and there are several other reasons as well. Right? I am upset at the one that Davins in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, right? Some Paiskim are against davening outside, which would be a big question, of course, by the Kotel. How can one daven by Kotels outside? Okay, you can say it's near a wall. You're supposed to daven near a wall, so it's okay. Different reasons are given for that. Interesting discussion as well. Right? I'm upset at one that sort of doesn't cover up his sin. Right? He's, uh, he doesn't cover it up. Right? Sometimes the Ramam says it's proper to cover up one sin, and sometimes it's not proper to cover up one sin. It would depend on the situation, but he's saying that he's upset at one that doesn't cover up its sin. Alright, Mazel Tov everyone on the completion of the fifth, first five prakim of Brachas. We discussed in Yanni Krishma, we discussed in Yanni Tfila, and the next para gets into in Yanni Brachas. Birchas, Anenin Brachas on benefits on foods, which we make every single day, 100 Brachas a day as we're supposed to do, 100 brachas a day. So this is uh, applicable to our everyday life, our everyday life. And it's an awesome sech, the hilchas brachas is awesome. So can't wait to get started with that. Ezra Hashem next time. So, but for now, we'll stop there uh, on the, uh, at the end of Lama Dalit Amid Beis.